The champ is in the building. <laughs> Cleveland State Hall of Famer. Yes, sir. Ohio College Basketball Hall of Famer. But what I love is my brother, Norris Cole, two-time NBA champ with the Miami Heat. Welcome back to Miami, my brother. Thank you, thank you. I like that. A nice ring to it. And it it's, you, you've earned all of it. Yes, sir. I'm so, glad to be back. Oh, brother. So now when we think about the return and when you think about what you've been up to, uh, going into a Hall of Fame with your alma mater, Cleveland State, and even our home state, our home state, the OH. I-O. How'd it feel? Man, it was an honor. It was a blessing. Um, anytime your hard work um, is remembered, um, it's, it's, a, it's a great thing. It made me think about all the, all the sacrifices people made to help me, you know, for my parents, my, my coaches, my teammates over the years, you know, the sacrifices um, that I was able to make and that they were able to make. That's what you think about when you get honored like that. Um, so it was, it was pretty cool. Normally, you think you're going to be old when you get honored, but they, they gave me my flowers while I'm still here, so I appreciate that. That's a real blessing. When people can recognize the work you've put in and, uh, and then you can share that yes. with friends and family Yes, you know as well. Speaking of uh, you know, recognizing you while you were uh, still young, like you've like <laughs> gone back in time, bro. Uh, you're like 10 years younger. So uh, what, do you get that in a cream or a gel? Uh, what's going on? Speaking of taking care of your mind and your body, how important is that, Norris? Man, that's very important. Uh, I always believe in healthy body, healthy mind, and, uh, and vice versa. And so I, I try to take care of my temple. Um, starts with um, what I take in, uh, drink, drinking a lot of water, um, a lot of fruits, organic fruits and vegetables, um, try to stay away from preservatives as much as I can. Obviously, sometimes you're going to have some, but as much as I can, uh, try to eat all natural foods, more vegetables and fruits than, like, um, you know, proteins. And being active, you know, I try to work out every day, um, try to stretch, um, get some sunlight. You know, living the active lifestyle, that's that's the way to do it. Um, and so that's what I do. And then, of course, you know, my parents, my grandparents' genetics, you know, I got to thank them. Oh, no, they look good, too. <laughs> yeah, grandma, she's 94. My other grandma, she's 90. So, you know, I have a little bit uh, of that blessing. So a combination of all of that. <laughs> so you say it's kind of some cold-blooded. Yes, 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 for sure. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, speaking of uh, family, shout out to your family. Uh, you know, I love uh, spending time with them, love spending time with you, little bro. Mm-hmm. You're not done playing basketball. I want the world all, to know. Let's, let's, let's stay there for a minute. Let's just deal with the elephant in the room. Norris Cole is not done playing <clears throat> basketball. Talk to us about that, brother. Uh, I'm a free agent, and I'm ready, and I'm available. <laughs> there you go. I'm there available. you go. There you go. Yes, sir. And so now you are in town this week in the midst of everything else that's going on in your life and all of that, uh, working with kids, the Cole brand in Miami. Now, obviously, uh, for those that know you, and for those that uh, when these kids see you, it's, it's, I know it's special. It's special for me to see it, how the kids and the fans respond to you. They talk about, yo, you were my favorite Miami Heat player. And, oh, I love how you play defense. And I love how you dribble the ball and all of that. What's so special about staying relevant and engaged? Because people have played various sports mm-hmm. in Miami, have made a name for themselves in Miami, but through our collaboration, our brotherhood, you are very intentional about staying engaged with these kids in Miami. Cold Camp 4, why is it so important, brother? Well, one thing I learned as I became a professional and growing up, children need inspiration. Um, 
when a child is inspired, they'll take care of the rest. They'll figure out how to accomplish their dreams. And so I always want to be that person that can inspire them because I know once they're inspired, they'll do the rest of the work. I know when I was inspired on my dream, I didn't need – once you inspired me, I was going to figure out how to do it. And so I want to be that avenue for them. And then playing in Miami was my first place to be a professional. So I was entertaining them on the court, but they were also giving me an opportunity to have a, a new home, to be a professional, to be engaged in a new community. And so they took care of me, you know. I saw kids with the flat top, I, you know. So it's only right to give back to that same community that did so much for me. And so, um, you know, I love Miami. Uh, I always want to be a part of Miami. And I think, you know, the, the children, they're our future, you know. So it's only right to make sure that they have a have the resources that they need. And I think partnering with Big Brothers Big Sisters mentorship program, I think that's the right way to do it and use basketball, which is my gift, use my gift to give back. Speaking about inspiration, I've asked you this question many times. <clears throat> when did you first pick up a basketball and start doing your thing? <laughs> Man, I was, I had to be about three years old. As soon as I, as soon as I started walking and running, that's when I had it. That's when my mom and them gave me the ball. So it was a basketball more than anything. I know you played. No, I played everything. Sports. No, I, I had it did. was seasonal. So you know, I had <laughs> I had everything in my crib. It was the yeah. basketball during basketball season. It was football during football season. Baseball during baseball season. Um, you know, and, and a little bit of track. I, okay. I tried to do it all. Yeah. It just so happened my senior year of high school, <clears> I, I made a decision on what I wanted to do, and I made the decision based off of what I thought I had the best potential to go pro. Because I always wanted to be a pro athlete. Okay. That's why I tried everything. And I, I think I made the right decision. I think. No doubt. No, it worked <laughs> out pretty right well, decision. bro. It but worked I, out pretty well. I think you should do everything. I think that you should try everything. That's a good good advice for kids, for our littles as well. When you think about, okay, try you you find out that you don't like something. At least you make an informed decision, right? Absolutely. And you might love them all. And so, you, get, you learn different skills from each of them. So baseball, you get the hand-eye coordination with the you know that little ball that's coming at you real fast. So you learn hand-eye coordination. Um, football, obviously, you get toughness and how to play on a large team. And each position is different athletically. And then basketball is the same thing. It's a up and down sport. You know, it's an athletic sport. So you you learn balance and coordination, how to dribble a ball. You know, have so you learn all those different things in different sports. And you put them all together, you become a terrific athlete. That's right. Yeah. What position did you play in football? Quarterback. I was a quarterback. Um, the leadership position. You know. <laughs> you know. You know. I, you know. I love leadership. Yes. And so yes. you think about being QB and then also being a guard in basketball. Mm -hmm. What are the transferable skills we call it in business? Um, leadership. You learn how to communicate with people because mm -hmm. the quarterback has to communicate the play mm -hmm. to the linemen, to the receivers, to the backs. And you have to read the defense to know where the ball is supposed to go. And so in business, when you're a leader, you have to know how to communicate to each position. You don't communicate with the secretary the same way you might communicate, you know, with the tech or with the custodians, you know. So you learn how to communicate and you organize so that the team can, can function and profit, you know, no which doubt. is what you want to do in business. So that when you think about the, the littles who are going to be, we're going to have about 200 kids at Cold Camp 4. Uh, it's going to be a lot of kids. And when you think about these kids that are struggling uh, post-COVID, post post-pandemic, mm -hmm. and here we are getting ready to for another school year, and we're going to talk to the kids there, but for those uh, that are listening to this podcast, Norris, that inspiration, you were that little kid, three years old, trying all these sports growing up, 
playing various sports. Maybe a kid doesn't know what they want to do. Right. What's your advice for kids in terms of just finding their passion? It's okay not to know. You know, when you're, when you're a kid, when you're youth, when you're an amateur, it's okay not to know. That's why we have experience. That's why you grow. That's called a, a growth process. So try. Trial and error is okay, you know, but you want to trial and error doing positive things. And so try it. If you don't like it, it's okay. Try something else until you find your niche. And organically, you'll find it. You'll find it. And then once you find it, give it your all. Yeah, and that's that's what happened to me. I found what I like. I found what I was good at. And I worked it as hard as I can. So whether it's music, you know, whether it's art, drawing, painting, whether it's instruments, whether it's sport, whether it's talking, communicating, um, using your voice, you know, whatever your gift is, find it, refine it, and then give it back to the world. Um, and that's what basketball and sport has done for me. I, I was able to, you know, a little kid from Dayton, I found sports, that's what I love, got a scholarship, and I was fortunate enough to play pro and share my gift to the world. And, and now I want to share it with the youth so that they can figure out what they like. And once they figure it out, that's our job to nurture it. That's right. Nurture it, and then they become productive citizens. And what's interesting, when I look at these <clears throat> trophies here in the studio, there's going to be a middle school team that's associated with Cole for the rest of their life. Yes. Because they're going to be a champion. There's going to be a high school team that's associated with Cole, the Cole brand, and Big Brothers, Big Sisters for the rest of their life. And then we even have, there's a lot of uh, bragging rights in terms of first responders. We got yes. police departments that we team up with every year, Norris. Uh, and we always talk about various departments, various badges, but one team in the, you know, in the game of life as well. That, that's got to be special, too. Yes, um, when you have the bridging of the gap, you have law enforcement and those who are have a responsibility to keep us safe. Mm. Then you have the youth. They get to see each other, communicate with each other, break the ice, so to speak. Mm -hmm. And we are all a team. Citizens, first responders, police officers alike, we all make up this community, this Miami community. And so it's important to bring them all together. And also have a little funny, you know, compete. Oh, it's going to compete. <laughs> and it's just like in basketball. We all need an assist. And yeah, that's, absolutely. What, that's what mentorship's all about. Norris, we have a disparity of men. We got a disparity of men. We don't have enough men mentoring. Yes. And so let's tr take it back. Uh, we all, through the lens of a role model, somebody you want to be, somebody you admire. So you pick up that basketball. Who was the first person you saw you're like, oh, I want to be like him. Who was that? I want to be, I want to be like Mike. <laughs> so what was it about MJ that just did that for you, brother? Man, it was the swag, the, yeah. the shoes, yeah. the, the, the domination of competition. You know, MJ was highly competitive. You know, everybody want to be associated with winners. Yeah. Um, and then as I dove deeper into, you know, I didn't just watch the highlights. You know, I was a real MJ fanatic, so I studied you know his training, you know his mentality, you know how he how he was in the locker room. You know he wasn't always the nicest guy, but it was for a purpose. And so you know that's what I love. I was a very very competitive kid. You know some of my cousins would tell you like if Norris don't win, it, it was not good. <laughs> <laughs> but I learned how to do it. You know you know structurally, I learned that right. you know it's okay to be highly competitive, but just you know don't get out of control with it. And so you know Mike was the first guy. And then I had my uncles. My my dad and my uncles, they were athletes, and so I was able to see what sports could do for them. And, you know, I took it from there. Like I said, I had that inspiration, and once I was inspired, 
I was going to do whatever it took. And yeah. we need more men. We need more men. Um, it's a call to action to you fellas out there. Come on. Um, it's a disparity of men, and we need them, in, especially in our minority communities. Um, when a kid can see it with their own eyes and not hear about it, they respond better. And so we need you physically present. And, um, you know, like I said, it's a call to action to the fellas to, you know, if you want a mentor, Big Brothers Big Sisters is here, Brother Gail is here, I'm here, and I'm sure we can find a position for you to help mentor some of these young kids. No doubt. We just room on the team. Absolutely. It's always room on the team. There's room on the team. And so as we move forward, Norris, uh, we got the cold camp this week. We're going to continue to team up and uh, get more men involved in the mentoring space. You can't spell mentoring without men. Absolutely. Uh, and so with that, uh, and we th- as we think about just the championship mindset, something we talk about all the time, as we look at Miami, as we look at the overall community mm-hmm. as well uh just when you put on that uniform for the first time okay. let's let's trace it back from picking up the ball from baseball season basketball season football season you know admiring seeing the work ethic and the style and the swag of a michael jordan mm-hmm. and then when you first put on that uniform the first time you put it on and it said heat across that chest. Yes, sir. Where, where was that? And take take us back to that moment, because uh, I know you remember it. Absolutely. So my first game, I had a lockout my my rookie year. So the first game was on Christmas. Was it really? So it was a great Christmas, great Christmas game. <laughs> and um, I felt so. I felt it was like a surreal feeling to have your dream come true. You know, a lot of people talk about dream come true, but never really get to experience yeah. what they dreamed about in reality. So things that I actually dreamed about, it actually came true. And so that was like a, a surreal moment. And I got my first regulation basketball hoop on Christmas when I was nine. Oh, so to play my first real basketball game on Christmas in the NBA, that's what I was thinking about. You know, my grandfather and my grandmother got me a 10-foot regulation rim when I was nine. I played my first real NBA game 20-some years later on Christmas. So that's what I was thinking about. Like, man, life has came full circle. And you think about a dream, a passion, mentors along the way. Yes, sir. And then the realization of that. And then now full circle, there's going to be a Mm nine-year-old at Florida Memorial University, the only HBCU in South Florida. So we're being very intentional with this camp. Those kids are going to come from so many different backgrounds. But seeing the beauty of that campus, and I know that's special to you as well, mm-hmm. but that's going to be a kid that's going to look back and say, I was at cold camp, then I made my team at school. And that's the kind of inspiration that mentoring really holds uh, so special. Uh, so as we close out, Norris, as we move forward, I remember speaking of FMU, and it's a, it's a touching moment for me. You, me, the late Jason Jenkins, uh, Brother Rick Beasley, the president, mm-hmm. Dr. Hardrick. The last time you were on campus at Florida Memorial University, you were our commencement speaker. Yes, sir. And you <laughs> talked about overcoming challenges and all of that. And you mentioned, you talked about, uh, we talked about it here on a pod, uh, podcast not long ago, but also you talked about it that night. I think it was the Celtics game. And you had turned the ball over, uh, if you will. But then it turned out to be a pretty, one of the highlights. I just saw it recently on ESPN. You yes, know the sir. play I'm talking oh, absolutely. about. absolutely. So for those who <laughs> might not have been there that night. Okay. Uh, and it, it, it helps us in terms of overcoming obstacles. Sometimes we're going to mess up sometimes. We're going to mess up sometimes. 
Walk us through that play one more time. It goes down. It's one of the top plays in the history of the National Basketball Association. Let's go. So uh, playing the Boston Celtics in the playoffs, um, I turned it over. Um, Jason Terry, you know, he had got a steal. So when I turned it over, I sprint back on defense. Uh, I caused him to make a turnover. He switched hands to cross over the ball. D-Wade back tip to Rio, Rio back to D-Wade, D-Wade to Cole, Cole to James, and boom, you know, <laughs> boom, boom. <laughs> so, you know, in life, how that translates in life, um, sometimes, yeah. you know, you try your best. You know, obviously I didn't turn the ball over on purpose. You try your best, but you may, you know, make a mistake. But you don't, you know, you don't put your head down and quit. You know, you try to make it right. And, and when you don't quit, there's always a chance to redeem yourself and, you know, I was fortunate enough to redeem myself. And sometimes what you tried to do, what happens after that is even better than what you tried to do. Because the play that I was trying to make, it wasn't that. <laughs> but the turnover and then to get a chance to make up for it was even better than the play I was trying to make initially. And that's the thing in life. What you might initially wanted to do, it may not work out. But if you keep trying, what comes next could be bigger than you ever imagined. And, you know, that's how that play comes full circle in real life. Don't focus on the failure because you know what? What you learn from it can oh, be a man. pretty special thing. It Absolutely. goes down in history. <clears throat> Brother, you're, you're a Hall of – you are not only a Hall of Famer, <laughs> Cleveland State Hall of Famer, yes, College sir. Ohio uh, Basketball Hall of Fame, two-time NBA champ, but your championship mentality uh, in terms of what you're doing here in Miami, teaming up with us at Big Brothers Big Sisters. You heard the champ, two-time NBA champ, Norris Cole, get involved. We yes. are looking for men to get involved in the mentoring space, uh, bbbsmiami.org. Because you know what, uh, Norris, mentoring looks good. It do. It feels good. It feels good. looks good. feels even better. So if something looks good and feels good, we call that a little swag. Yes, sir. Sometimes you got to swag and surf. You got to swag. You got to surf. <laughs> Norris Cole in studio. In the game of life, everybody makes the team. But how you play is up to you. Let's go.